1: today on CityCast Pittsburgh. For all the new development around here, Pittsburgh is a city steeped in history. We're revisiting a conversation with one of my favorite local writers, Pit Girl, a.k.a. Jane Pitt, a.k.a. author and historian Virginia Montanez, about her ongoing quest to document the stories behind the things that aren't exactly what or where they used to be. It's all part of a new interactive experience called Pittsburgh Remains to be Seen. It's Wednesday, November 29th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. We joke here at CityCast that no one likes to roll around in their history and nostalgia quite like Pittsburgh. Um, I, I feel like this speaks directly to that, like deep-seated need we have here in town
2: yes i'm not saying it's an only pittsburgh thing but i do like to use the term that it's distinctly mm-hmm. a pittsburgh more pittsburgh thing that than perhaps other cities um this sense of nostalgia for things that are gone
1: yeah we we really do cling to things well, I've got your map pulled up here. It's interactive. You can like zoom in and out. Um, it's color coded, sure. which I love. Um, and it's got all these locations of still visible remains from places that aren't necessarily around anymore. It looks like you've got, I did a rough count, 58 or so on here right now.
2: Yes, I think I started with 36, but yeah, I'm, I'm up there. I'm up past 50 right now.
1: Oh my goodness. Do they have to have photos? Is that required?
2: For me, that's the thing where. That's where the emotional connection comes in. It's not until you pull up this black and white photograph and you see these people wearing dresses and top hats. And that thing you're looking at is brand new and beautiful in the background. And that's when it becomes real. Yeah. It's not just a remain. It's something that people experienced.
1: I imagine for the really old stuff, that's it, it can be kind of a limiting factor trying to find a photograph.
2: Yes. Yes. These are not just like 58 things I know. These are maybe seven things I knew and all (laughs) the rest were Pittsburghers telling me, oh, do you know this? Do you know that? So I've been learning as I go along.
1: So must have photos. What are your other rules then?
2: So the, the rule is I need to know where is it right now? And it needs to be a remain of a uh, something that I can look at right now. I don't want to know that um, in this this field there used to be a thing if there's nothing left okay that, that doesn't work. Yeah. so I need there to be some kind of artifact and I need to be able to find the true the history behind the thing. I want to be able to make sure I can back up what it says it is and then I need the original picture. So an example of something I love that didn't fit those things is the columns of the Mellon Institute. There is some patterned pollution. And the local lore is that when they cleaned the Mellon Institute, they left this pollution in these distinct triangle patterns as a callback to our polluted past. And even though that doesn't quite fit the remain, I like that idea of, okay, you can go here and see a remain of the pollution. But when I went to do the research, I could not prove that that was the case and it ends up not being the case. That's just the shape of the pollution. And the reason it has a distinct lower line was not that they intentionally intentionally left it that way. It's a callback pollution. It was left that way because for a movie being filmed, oh, no. that's that's how much they needed clean space on the pillars. They just went as high as the cameras were going to see. It had nothing to do with our pollution past. So that's what I need. where right? I need to be able to – I can't just go by someone telling me – this is what that is. I have to be able to prove it with sources.
1: So, Virginia, I love that you started with what doesn't qualify. That feels very Pittsburgh of you. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, yes, because I, I get a lot of suggestions for things that right away I have to discount um, for one reason or another. Uh, but I still love I'm still learning from those things. It's just they don't quite fit the map.
1: They don't make the map. So give. I feel like we're teasing people. Give us some examples of stuff that did make the map.
2: So the things you'll find are remains from like the post office. There's a lot of those. Um, you'll find one of my favorites is these huge bronze medallions. They are green now from, you know, age, but they have like a Pittsburgh pea. It almost looks like the pit pirate pea. And then these beautiful scrolls and they're massive. They're sitting in the ground outside of the children's museum. And those were taken from the old Manchester Bridge which is where Mr. Rogers is now. Yeah. And so I have a picture on the map there where I zoomed in on a really old photo of the Manchester bridge and you can see that P medallion. And it took me a long time to find that picture. And once I found it, actually someone helped me find it. That's when my emotions hit like, okay, there it is. Um, And that's really when I knew we got to, I got to make sure I had the picture. So That is on there. There is a lot of bridge remains on there. Um, There's a lot of... I I like the military remains too, the anchor from the USS Pittsburgh. Um, Even though that's not a building, it is a remain. And it's just sitting there and people walk past it and no one knows what it is. There's no plot.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about and I didn't know what it was connected to until a few minutes ago. (laughs) Right,
2: and so now... You can pull it up and see a photo of the men literally raising this anchor, this exact piece, right out of the water. So um, those are the kinds of things that are on there. And the other one I love is from the Brady Street Bridge, which was replaced by the Birmingham Bridge. Mm -hmm. I believe I'm right on that. Um, The railing from that, it's beautiful black wrought iron railing that they... Saved from the Brainy Street Bridge, and that is now on East Carson Street. That it kind of blocks off the T station, um, and it is in such a state of disrepair. It, it, it's falling apart, and it makes me so sad because I know the reason it's not being taken care of is probably through attrition of staff. I bet they don't even know what it is. They probably just think it's a railing that they'll need to replace one day. Yeah, and I. I bet they don't even know um, that that's history right there on East Carson Street that was saved for a reason.
0: What's your hope
1: for the outcome of this? Because, I mean, you really are teaching people what we're looking at every day in a way that a lot of us just kind of look past it.
2: I feel like as a society, we have, and I'm not talking about Pittsburgh. I am talking about humans in America. We have sort of lost the lessons of history and the power in history. We have forgotten it a lot. Or we disqualify it or discount it or lessen the impact. And so I think a lot of that has to do with the further we're removed from history, the easier it is to let it go. And so if history is alive to you, if you feel an emotional connection, you're more likely to recognize its power and continue to seek it out.
1: It's really tough to be able to do research like that. Like if you're going through like the archives at Pitt, for example, which are amazing, you can't easily type in search information that brings up stuff like the gate behind a person.
2: Right. And there were no photographs. So you kind of have to like be sneaky and smart and think like, okay, if if I'm a photographer taking this, or if I'm the person that sees the picture and I'm digitizing it, how would I describe it? right? Or what's nearby? So when I'm looking for the fence for the McGee Estate, which is now around McGee Women's Hospital, that's something else I still haven't found. Um, finding the McGee, pictures of the McGee Estate, I have to look up all the names it used to be. I have to look up adjacent streets just in case a photographer took a picture a block away and I can see it in the background. Um, I have to look up what the streets used to be called. It's, it's a scavenger hunt. And I love it. I love it. But it's so sad when I can't find it.
1: How many spots do you have on your long list that you're almost there, but like you haven't quite found the thing? Maybe like
2: eight right now.
1: That's less than I expected, actually.
2: Uh, there's eight with, that I, I would say I have all the research, all the information. I know the history. I have, I know where they are. I have seen them in my in the flesh with my eyes. <laughs> I cannot... I cannot find a way to show how
1: it used to be. Have you tried crowdsourcing any of this? Because you have one of the most engaged followings I have ever seen on the internet.
2: Yes, yes. And that's why I firmly believe that it's going to have to be accidental because it seems to have been lost to time. Now, like when I crowdsourced the columns of the Mellon Institute, oh my God, (laughs) I heard from like, I've heard from retired facilities people from CMU, like the guys that hired the crews. And and it's fascinating. So the fact that that's not happening with these ones, these eight, it's going to have to become something where it's almost like a treasure hunt where I accidentally stumble on the picture because they're not out there as far as I know.
1: Are you also looking for any more ideas? Like, um, I guess, is there is there other ways that people could tangibly get involved in the work as well?
2: Yes. So I'm currently working through a list of 10 more. I just had stickers printed up. If parents can get their children to take this list and show them these things and say, look at that. Now look at this picture on my phone. And look, it's the same thing. I think it could be a fun game for kids, as, especially those kids who are on the backs of their parents' bikes and stuff.
1: <laughs> or, yeah. Right. Um, it's like a scavenger hunt. I like that.
2: That's exactly what it is. So I'll send them stickers. And so the next thing that's coming is bike tours and walking tours. No money involved, no advertisement. Just I'm going to tell you the easiest way to get from one artifact to the next. So I have more to do. I don't know where it's going to (laughs) end.
1: That sounds like a proper writer. I I know what I like. I don't know where it's going to (laughs) go.
2: Yeah, I don't know where it's gonna go. I I know that it's popular and I'm constantly getting suggestions. So I know there's more out there. So my biggest ask always is if you know something, please tell me.
1: Well, if you know where Virginia can find new material or you think you know where there might be a historical photo she could use, like the McGee Gates, for example, please get in touch. She's at Jane Pitt on social and there's a contact form at pghremains.com. Virginia, thank you so much for joining us on CityCast. Thank you. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell someone, rate us, leave us a nice review. I mean it. Please do it. And subscribe to our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you soon.
2: If you click the I am being mean button, um... It's going to take you to a different place on the internet that I think that everyone needs to go if they're feeling a little cranky.